In every story, there is always new ground being made. The good ideas advance with time and become tropes that we use going forward. But what happens when a bad idea gains speed? Well, we try to fix it, of course, and that's what we plan to do here. Welcome to Once More With Feeling, Trope Mania. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Once More With Feeling, Trope Mania. I am Sam Fleeman, joined alongside my other host, Noel. That do be me. It do be him. How you doing today, bud? I'm doing pretty all right. Uh, just fucking vibing, man. Hell yeah, we doing like we do. We do indeed do what yep. we do. Just hot and sad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that. Even when it's not a hundred degrees here, that kind of just describes my life. Yeah. I blame the dirt. I blame my genetics. Touche. I mean, I was gonna go on a whole thing about how it's like red clay and it just makes everybody upset because you think somebody just died, but yeah. Red clay? Are clays communist? Yes. No. <laughs> They've been sneaking into our country, Noel. It's when you least oh, no. expected it. The most American states have been affected with the clay of communism. Oh, no, I need my guns. No. <laughs> my guns and my whiskey have been affected by the sand and the dirt. I'll shoot that damn commie clay. <laughs> just the news is just like, in a report this evening, 50 people have been arrested across the state for shooting the dirt with their firearms and C4 explosives. Officials have said that this might be a part of some online communicative break of consciousness <laughs> oh that'd be wonderful oh my god uh, i'm not gonna tell you guys to go out and shoot at clay but like and, and by clay we mean like the ground not your buddy clay yeah. uh <laughs> i mean unless your buddy clay is an asshole then by all means don't i won't endorse you shooting at him nothing vital please uh, we what we we but, will not confirm nor deny, but the once more with feeling uh, stance <laughs> is nothing vital. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Tyler's gonna be so mad. <laughs> it's okay. I think he'll rock with it. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'll do me a favor, buddy. Spin the wheel and see what trope we got. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Orphanage of fear, baby. Oh, God. It's the spooky orphanage. So, uh, for those of you that aren't able to get it off that title, you know how every orphanage that's ever portrayed in any form of media ever is always a shit place for shit kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is that. Yeah, it's it's literally the worst place for any child to ever be. Uh, this goes all the way from like the musical Annie and Oliver Twist and it goes all the way to schlocky horror films. Oh yeah. Um I'll be honest the most recent one I can think of off the top of my head was um Resident Evil 2. The last one that came out. That that's probably like the Resident biggest Evil, not the last one that came out. Well, I mean, I know the... the last like main one. But I'm talking about like that remake. Oh, oh, the game. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was thinking of. I got you. 
Resident Evil 2 Remake. No, I thought you were talking about the movie. I was about to say, sir, there are like eight of those. No, no. Well, didn't that last Resident Evil movie actually have the orphanage in there, too? The, the I'm about to say the one that was uh, everybody hated and had a bunch of TV actors? Yeah, it might have. Yeah, probably. But, um, but, yeah, it's always, like, grimy and filthy. It looks like it caught on fire at one point. Like, it's just... The- the attendants are clearly abusive. Like, they don't even try to fucking hide it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's at least 15 pedophiles on the staff of 17 members. Right. Um, They're constantly telling the kids, like, you'll never get adopted. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> and I, I feel like this is a trope that, while it's very cliche, has a lot of versatility to it. Because, like, you could have something as goofy as, like, an Annie or something, where, like, the attendants are very much buffoons and are befuddled by the main characters. And they could kind of, like, run around in circles. Or you can get really fucking dark, like some horror movies where they just show, like, children getting ripped in half because nobody cares. <laughs> Right. It's like, what the... Are there orphanages? Like, I know there are really bad orphanages in the world, and it's a shame. Kids yeah, should... deserve love. It's the most formative years of their life. If they don't receive it then, it's very hard to give it out later. And, yeah. And, I mean, all children deserve to be taken care of and loved, mm-hmm. unless they're just absolute psychopaths that murder babies. But, um... You know from experience? No comment. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if I go to that apartment of yours and I just see like a closet of babies, I'm going to be mad. What makes you think they'd be in the closet? Cause I know you. What makes you think I wouldn't have dug a fucking tunnel, dude? Like, come on. You're in a basement apartment, but it's not that much of a basement apartment. I mean, you're right, but fuck off. <laughs> Viewers don't need to know what I get up to in my free time. <laughs> I mean, fair. Fair. That's, that, that's my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn right it is. Otherwise, your kid might be next. I don't even have a kid. Not yet. Ooh. You know, you're you're really playing on the fact that I might get lucky to actually find love one day. Listen, I'm petty enough to make it happen. <laughs> Wait, is this some, like, weird Rumpelstiltskin bullshit where you're gonna, like, set me up with somebody just to steal my kid? Yup, I will make- I will give you the love of your life, your absolute soulmate, your other half, wholehearted, for the sole purpose of me stealing your child. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's so fucked. Like, I'll be your best man at your wedding, you know? <laughs> and then as soon as that baby pops up, you're just going to see me walking in the hospital like a fucking gremlin, like, nee, this mine now. And then poof, gone. <laughs> <laughs> just, just disappear. <laughs> it's like 10 years, la- like 20 years later. And I'm like, a kid shows up at my front door and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Noel's a bitch. Hi, dad. <laughs> And then again, I'm just going to pop up like, nah, I win. <laughs> it's just... And then I'll take your dog. <laughs> Who says I'll have a dog? 
we've just established I'm willing to give you the woman of your dreams. Do you not think I'll make you have a dog? <laughs> I, I love that I have like become this like fairy tale playground to you that has like no agency to stop this. Like, <laughs> do you think you can, sir? I don't know, but I would like to try. Oh, you can try. <laughs> But yeah, orphanages that abuse children. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. It's a dark trope. We're trying to make it light. <laughs> like, it's it's wild how prevalent it is. Ugh. Also, like, again, is this kind of thing present in real life? I know that there are some bad orphanages, but does it really get this bad that it is this common? Well, now, these aren't exactly orphanages, but the ones I always think of are, like, uber religious communes that like take on orphanages to like pad out their numbers and those get really bad yeah yeah they do like i i know that was like there was i can't remember there was a group i think in the 70s that they were like based out of i think tech no 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 new mexico oh are you talking about the group that would like parents would pay them to like kidnap their kids and shit kind of because it's like basically they were found out because two guys had like 60 kids that were like obviously caked in dirt and bodily fluids in a yeah. mcdonald's and oh, that I whole thing just that. crumbled around them it it was that it was rough right there but i mean that's probably the closest thing i could think of off the top of my head to like real life events but yeah they sometimes the horror of this trope of orphanages could just get into the 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 goofy in a sense because like i remember um for anybody who's ever watched red letter media they have a series called best of the worst which i am a huge fan of uh and they had a christmas episode where they had this like little animated movie that was very poorly done called the christmas tree and literally it had the most villain of villainous caretakers. Like, the mayor of the town would uh, fundraise money for the orphans, give it to her, and then that night she would purposefully lose at gambling to lose all the money to her friends. What the fuck? Yeah, and then I think she tried to, like... This is, like, an animated, like, children's children's animated movie. And I think if I remember correctly, she turned a chainsaw on the children and then got struck by the lightning of God or something weird. <laughs> like, it was a whole thing. If at some point in my life I do not get struck by the lightning of God, I will consider my entire life a failure. Well, I, I feel like if you don't, then you just become a saint, right? Like... You just get sure. to, you just get to hang out. I would out much and... rather. I would much rather be in a situation where I can brag about the fact that I survived a smite from God <laughs> than having bragging rights to being a saint. You know, if I die before you and if I get lucky enough, I'll make sure to smite you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I got you. I got you. The real homie out here. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll smite a motherfucker if he asks for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
just, it's just like, I get hit by a bus and I show up in heaven. And it's like, welcome, son. You're now a part of our holy family. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Where's your lightning bolts? <laughs> I, I have a couple debts I need to, uh, I have some promises I need to keep back on earth. <laughs> the angel's just like, what? I don't. I don't think you should do it. And then, like, where are the yeah. lightning bolts? <laughs> I'd say, like, he's like protesting, and then, like, the hand of God is on his shoulder. It's just like, don't worry. It's all going according to plan. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> young man. Keep your word. <laughs> it's like a weirdly intense moment between you and God. Yes. There's like that extreme zoom in as he nods his head in approval. Yes. It's just like, that small amount of him that is still wanting so bad to be Old Testament but can't anymore. It's just like, yes, be good, my child. Do it. <laughs> he just pulls up like the white version of the Emperor cloak. <laughs> Do it. Strike down the man. <laughs> Make his fro long and white. No, no. <laughs> Not the fro. <laughs> Make you look like fucking Doc Brown, just. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. examples, examples. Fuck. Really, any movie that's a horror movie that has an orphanage is this. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. A good example that turned into a really, really bad example is Promised Neverland. For those of you who haven't seen it, basically demons and humans live separately, and humans send their kids to these orphanages to be raised by demons and taught by demons so that their brains taste better when they eat them. Wait, what? Yeah, it's super dark. That's a fucking story and a half. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the anime, the first season of the anime. Oh, it's Japanese. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the first season. <laughs> Look at Sam alienating our Japanese audience. <laughs> the first season of the anime is really good, and then the second season of the anime is not awful. Ah, that sucks. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, it's got, uh, it's got a good example of this trope, the mm-hmm. orphanage of fear trope. Because, uh, I mean, what's more terrifying than being raised specifically so that the demons can eat your brain? Yeah, that's something else. I also feel like, with a trope like this, it needs to be, like, the focal point of attention. Like, unless you have, like, a large amount of time to, like, dedicate to other stuff. If you have an orphanage that's, like, this kind of messed up, you need to dive into it. Like, it needs to be, like, your stage of your show. Like, that's one of the things that always bu- uh, bugged me about Naruto. Mm-hmm. It's mentioned very, very early on that he was kicked out of the orphanage. But then the orphanage is basically never mentioned again. It's like, what the what yeah. kind of orphanage is this? I'd say like that. That's that is an arc. That is a season. Like you gotta, you can't make that a subplot. I don't think. It's mentioned one time in passing, and uh, fan fiction authors never let it go. <laughs> and rightfully they shouldn't. Like that's that is a gold mine that is just not uh, dug into. 
Like, that is... Like, picture that. Picture, like, a disturbing, fucked-up orphanage where kids are just abused and mistreated at every left and right term. And then they're told to go become a ninja army and die for the orphanage. To be fair, the entire world of Naruto is, like, super dark in the background. Uh Uh-huh. We are experiencing it through Naruto's point of view, so, like, it, it can be easy to misunderstand the world of Naruto as at least somewhat kid-friendly, but holy shit is it not. These are child soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Itachi was a member of the Anbu who specialize in, like, suicide missions. Oh, Jesus Christ. At the age of, like, nine. God <laughs> Damn! yeah oh um, boy that that's something else right there yeah Shit. So these are literal children going out and committing murder um <laughs> i you know i i just i want to see the movie where he's running around and he's like throwing people into walls and is having super fun and then it cuts away from his point of view and it's just blood everywhere like a scene from the boys like <laughs> the manga Sasha Kishimoto blends, like, the typical upbeat style with, like, hints of gore all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just cut it out of the anime because they, mm. well, because they're cowards. Yeah, hey, it, it, it happens. But yeah, no, with, with a trope like this, you really need to give it breathing room. Like, it can't be, oh, and there's this orphanage off to the side. Also, I feel like I just want to see more, like, nice orphanages. Right. Right? Like, like can we... Eat the Robinsons. Yeah, can we have, like, 50 more, like, actually kind of cool, like, down on their luck but still all right orphanages? Like, they could struggle. You could definitely have it be, like, a struggling environment because that's what it is. But... Let's just... Let's just have more movies like Beat the Robinsons. Yeah. Yeah. Give me something nice there. Uh, don't... For the love of God, don't set it in World War II. Don't Please. give it any reason for them to be marched upon by, like, an encroaching army and just massacred for the sake of being massacred. That would be really nice, thanks. We don't want, like, a Meet the Robinsons, like, happy-go-lucky thing. And then it just hard shifts into, like, the sound of music. To be fair, that would be a great movie. I could, I'd absolutely love to see that. Fair enough. You know what a movie that was never released that sounds so fucked up is called uh, The Day the Clown Cried? Have you heard of this? I've heard of it, but I don't think I've heard, like, like I've heard of the uh, thing, you mm-hmm. know? I've heard of the title, but I haven't heard anything about it. Okay, so it was a unfinished and unreleased Swedish-French kindly drama film uh, directed and starring Jerry Lewis. And the whole plot behind it is that Jerry Lewis plays a Nazi clown. And so his oh, job is when he's on like the buses and trains with all these children, he's supposed to keep them happy and entertained while they're on the way to the concentration camps. No. And so it is like this super dark and sad introspection on a thing that was if I remember correctly, actually happening in World War II. Like, they had Nazi clowns trying to keep children upbeat. fucking wild. But, yeah, like, it is dark. And 
the only reason I'm saying is that a lot of those kids were rounded up from concentration camps. Or, sorry, from orphanages. And then shuttled over. And so, like, it is dark. Like, gah. That sounds dark. Holy shit. No wonder it was never released. Yeah, like, there's a little bit of footage that's around. But if I remember correctly, they showed part of it at a uh, a festival. And then the amount of blowback from it just immediately, uh, it just nixed it 100%. Like, um, actually here, the only thing that exists of it is that there is a uh, incomplete copy of the film that was actually given to the uh, Library of Congress here in the United States, but it is under stipulation to never be screened or shown until June 2024. Jesus Christ. Like, it is. And when was it made? Uh, This was supposed to be a 1972 film. So about 25, 30 years after World War II. Damn. Because that was in the 40s. And it isn't even allowed to be released until two years from now. Yes, that was that was his uh, stipulation when he donated it to the House of Congress. Yeah, it... I mean that's a good way to remember to remind people of the atrocities of the war. Oh yeah, like that's it is a that is a very poignant message that should be kind of that should be talked about at least a little bit. There's a reason that. When the Nazis were coming into power, they were killing uh, comedians and reporters and all that stuff kind of first before they started hitting uh, gypsies and Jewish and all of those people. You know, I just realized I kind of went on this rant about the Nazis when we're supposed to be talking about orphanages. I mean, they made a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of... there's a, There's so many World War II movies that take place in orphanages. Like, it's kind of wacky how those two ideas like to mesh but yeah i mean i i think for like something like this it it just needs it needs to be the backdrop it can't be a subplot or anything um are there any ideas that you would like to add noel no i think that's uh i think that's it (laughs) all right um well we got really dark (laughs) kind of in there i apologize for going into my uh my, my, my dalliances with uh, the macabre knowledge of our world. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We are going to continue to try and get a lot of these out and enjoy. And yeah, I think we'll all see you next time. Be safe, be happy, be cool as much as you can right now, especially in this weather. Yeah, um, stay safe. Don't get sick. I know... Um... I know there's a new plague going around. Yeah. Just be safe. It's always that's the best we can do right now is be safe, be happy, and good luck. Yeah. All right, everybody. Goodbye. We love you. Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for future movies, reach out to us at once more pod at gmail.com. That's once more pod with a capital O, M, and pod. So long, and until next time.